you have your Bibles today, we're going into the Word of God and we're going to entitle our message, Watch the Lamb. And uh, John chapter 1, verse number 36 is where we're going to start out and then we will proceed as we go. The Word of God says there in verse 36, And looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. Watch the Lamb. The word behold really means to look. It means to watch. And I want us to understand and to be very clear what we're actually to watch and what we're actually to see. Probably one of the greatest descriptions of what the Lamb is all about is found over in the book of Revelation, and I want to read that to you. We're not going to go into great commentary, but I want us to see there in uh, verse number 6 of chapter 5, it says, And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood the Lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Moving down to verses 11 and 12. Then I looked and I heard a voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders and the number of them, and get a hold of this, 10,000 times, 10,000, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, Wisdom, strength, and honor, glory, and blessing. If there ever was a question within your heart and mind today, what the Lamb is, it is Jesus Christ, the risen Savior. And I believe that we are in for one of the most exciting experiences when we cross over into glory and be able to see Him the way the Word of God says to us, He has strength, honor, glory, and blessing. He is the mighty God. He is the everlasting Savior. So with that thought in mind, I challenge our hearts today to watch the Lamb. Keep your eyes upon Him. Why? Because notice what John says in verse number 29, chapter 1 of the book of John. He says this, The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and he said, Behold, or watch, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Takes away. Tuesday morning at 4 o'clock every week, there's an eagle trash truck that comes by and scoops up all of my garbage, takes it away, and I never see it again. And I rejoice. You may not get excited, but let me tell you something. In the hot summertime, you let that thing fill up and run over, you'll begin to say, oh God, send somebody. Let me just liken that to our situation that is here today. Jesus Christ, the Lamb, is the one who will take away whatever you got if you don't need it. And it will never have to bother you again for the rest of your life if you allow him to. That's the kind of lamb that we need to watch because I believe within my heart that God is wanting to bring us into a greater 
awareness, a greater liberty, a greater experience than we've ever had before in our relationship with him. God has called us not to be bird watchers, but he's called us to be lamb watchers. The lamb brings freedom, victory, a strong finish, and he brings himself as the faithful Christ. I usually have not gone down this road, but you have this little insert. If not, you can turn to your hymn book on page 175 and in that, not now, we're not going to sing it now, but I want you to see the wording of it because each one of the verses of look to the Lamb of God. Now, I was raised in Pentecost all my life, and I know this song. I wonder in the house today how many know this song. Two people, see? So that's why I want to have these words in front of you because within each and every verse, we will discover the importance of having ourselves watching the Lamb. The Word of God says there that in that point, behold the Lamb that takes away the sins of the world. If you look in your little card here, I want to draw your attention. The songwriter, when he wrote this song, said, If you from sin are longing to be free, look to the Lamb of God. He to redeem you died on Calvary. Look to the Lamb of God. I stand here before you today and I am here to tell you, God is able to take the sin that is in every one of our lives away. Mm-hmm. I have an article I want to read to you out of the Daily Bread that I read, and it's, um, it's kind of interesting. He says, soldiers fighting in the sweltering jungle many years ago, they encountered a frustrating problem. Without warning, a pervasive prickly vine would attach itself to the soldier's body and gear, causing them to be trapped. And as they struggled to get free, even more of the plant's tentacles entangled them. The soldiers dubbed the weed, wait a minute vine. Because once entwined, they were unable to move forward, and they were forced to shout out to the other members, hey, wait a minute, and they would come and set them free. I'm here to tell you here today that Jesus Christ is here to set you free. There are things, and we can show up, and we can look good, smell good, and there are things that I believe every Christian struggles with in their lives that you need to be untangled from, and only God can deliver you from them. Like the songwriter said, if you from sin are longing to be free, I'm going to pause there a little bit. I get a little bold with what I preach and what I believe. I believe that there's a lot of people that realize that they're entangled, but they're really not longing to be freed. When you really get to a point within your life as a believer or as a sinner in this house today to where you can't stand it any longer, that's when you look to the Lamb. Getting quiet in the house. We have these things that we put up with things that goes on sometimes within our personal lives that no as to no one else sees or is aware of but God sees them and until you and I get to a place and you know I said I 
We're only sinners saved by grace. We're only here because of His mercy. And God wants to bring us to a place within our lives till we begin to say, God, I'm longing for you to do something different in my life and to turn me around and take me in a different direction. And the only way that it can be is by you looking to the Lamb, by watching the Lamb. He's the only one that's going to help you. He's the only one that's going to redeem you. He's the only one that can break that hold of addiction, who can break that hold of sin, who can bring you into a place of freedom that every one of us as believers and unbelievers alike deserve. And he wants to do that because of his great love towards each and every one of us. If you from sin are longing to be free... Look to the Lamb of God. He goes on to say there, in verse number 2, when Satan tempts and doubts and fears assail, look to the Lamb of God. You in his strength shall over all prevail. Look to the Lamb of God. Watching the Lamb brings victory over Satan. I'll repeat that again. Watching the lamb brings victory over Satan. Have you ever been in a situation within your life where it's kind of a dicey situation and someone looks at you and you look at them and you say, well, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Well, guess what? Don't look at me today. Look to the lamb. I don't got what you need. I don't have what it is that's going to give you the victory over Satan. Only he will. I want to drive that point home. Because we within the church sometimes, we look around and we're looking, what about this one? What about... Really, when it comes down to it, you can say, I'll go talk to the pastor. I'll call someone else up on the phone. But friend, I have to be transparent with you. And I have to tell you, don't look at me. Because in all of it, I realize that when those temptations, when those doubts, and when those fears come our way, it is only through His strength and through His power that I am going to gain the victory. And you say, why is it that way? Because God is the only one that's going to take glory for what He does. The Word is very clear when it says that no flesh should glory in His presence. Rodney Mason, or I could name names. Well, I was listening to this person on the television or the radio. Let me tell you something here and now. Don't look at me. The only one that's going to give you the strength and that power to overcome is through the Lamb, Jesus Christ, and you and I have the responsibility to watch the Lamb. Not the temptation, not those things that cause doubt and fear within your life. I don't know about you, maybe you don't have problems with doubt. Maybe you don't have problems with fear. Maybe you don't have anything of temptation going on in your life. I like to shake your hand. If you're in that situation, get ready. You're going to be translated like Enoch. Get ready. But for the most part, the eyeballs that are looking back at me today, every one of us, we struggle in areas of temptation. 
We struggle in areas of doubt. We struggle in areas of fear. And if you're looking around who it is that I can grab hold of, the one that you need to look to and the only one that's going to reach you and do the work in your life and to bring you that overcoming. And Jesus, if you read chapters 1, 2, and 3 of Revelation, he just continually says, to him who overcomes... To him who overcomes, there is that place within our lives that Jesus wants to bring us to, to where we can overcome and see that victory within our lives. We don't have to be defeated. We don't have to walk around with the enemy beating us up every day of the week. We can walk in the power of his might, but so many of us, like Peter, when he walked on the water, he got his eyes off the Lamb, Jesus Christ, and he went down. But if you and I will look and watch the Lamb, he will bring you into a place of victory that you've never known before. He will bring you into a place where you have, every time you wake up in the morning, the devil's scared. Why? Because you're walking in the victory that God has intended for each and every one of us. But it calls for us a responsibility. It's all right to have someone encourage you. It's all right to have someone give you a word. It's okay. Those things are wonderful. But if you have that and that alone within your life to survive, you will not see the victory that Christ has intended for you as a believer Because it's only going to come when you watch the Lamb. Now in this little card, if you notice, uh, there's a phrase that's missing. I noticed that last night, so I wrote it in. It says, are you weary? And does the way seem long? Now that's in the hymn. And he says, look to the Lamb of God. His love will cheer and fill your heart with song. Look to the Lamb of God. I just said that God wants to give us victory, but I will tell you this, we're human. I remind myself of a sermon that I preached some years ago. Jesus made a statement to his disciples, and he said to them, he says, come apart with me. And the title of that message was, come apart before you fall apart. There are times within, and and as the announcements just kept on coming, you realize that there's a whole basket full of things that we've got to get through before we get to 25th of December. And sometimes within our lives, we get weary. If you are around me from time to time, or maybe more than that, I'd say, God, I'm tired. God, I'm weary. I don't know, maybe the pressures of life doesn't seem to rock your world. But there's things that drain us. Every time you put your feet on the floor and you start another day, there are things that you expend yourself into, your job, your family. And let's be frank about it. You've got to wrestle with the enemy. He tries his best to drag you down and to pull you down, and it brings you into a state of weariness. That's normal. Join the club. But you don't have to stay there. You can find in looking to the Lamb. Notice what the songwriter had experienced, what he himself had found. His love will cheer and fill your heart with song. Where is it coming from? 
It's not a raise from your job. It's not getting an inheritance from some uncle or some aunt somewhere. It's not buying that new whatever, a boat, a house, a rifle. Well, let's say a dress, a hat for the ladies. The fact of the matter is, within all of our lives, we realize that he is wanting us to find that joy and that love that comes from him. Watching the lamb allows us to finish with joy. On Wednesday night a couple weeks ago, I taught on Acts chapter 20, verse 24. And in that verse, Paul writes this as he is on his way to Jerusalem and he knew that his days were final. And he says, I want to finish this race. And he says, but I want to finish it with joy. I can't do that simply by being around people or being around certain things. That gets old. It wears out. It doesn't last. But in the weariness of life, I know I'm believing, I'm trusting God more than ever before. I turned 65 this year. I'm getting old. But in all of it, I realize that in this, I want to finish this race with joy. It may not look pretty. You'd see me out there running. You'd say, just shoot him and get him out of his ministry. I'm not talking about that race. I'm talking about that spiritual race that when it's finally God says you've crossed the finish line, I want to have it with God's joy working and moving within my life. And that's why watching the Lamb. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you look at what's around you, we sat at Thanksgiving dinner and we was talking about how the fact is we are so near to the appearing of Jesus Christ. We are living in the last days. We may not say that a lot, but I know in my heart that unless God either sends revival, it's going to be rapture. This thing can't go on. It's not going to go on. There's going to come that place. And let me tell you something, friend. If you're looking to Wall Street, if you're looking at what the news is on Fox or CNN, I promise you this from the bottom of my heart. That will not help you to finish the race with joy. But when you're watching the Lamb, you know that in all things, you're going to come through victorious. Hallelujah. Man, that, that, well, as one old boy said, that cranks my tractor. That makes me happy to know and realize as I watch the Lamb soon and very soon. I will see the king. You hear people say within society today, they say, I've got this. No, that's not the way to say it. The best way to say it is we have this. Me and Jesus. As I watch the lamb, I've got this. I'm going to finish this race with joy. But that's the only way it's going to be done. Watching the lamb assures us Christ is never out of you. Fear not when shadows on your pathway fall. Look to the Lamb of God. In joy and sorrow, Christ is all in all. Look to the Lamb of God. Have you ever been around people that hang around you in the good times? They're not there to hand you the Kleenex when you're in filled with sorrow. 
Uh-huh. You look around, where'd they go? Where do you think they went? They're only in it for the good times. The Word of God says, in joy and sorrow, Christ is all in all. You can turn your back on me and walk away. You can spit in my face. You can slap me. I've learned this. That's not where it's at. I'm looking and watching the Lamb. Because that's what's going to sustain me. That's what's going to keep me. I don't know if you've learned it yet, friend. But I learned this when I was in a meat room without a church. One old meat cutter looked at me and he said, One day you're a hero, and the next day you're a zero. But you know, I can stand before you today and say this one thing. Because of me watching the Lamb, the only reason I stand here today, for no other reason, I'm here because I watched the Lamb. And he has been the source of my strength. He has been the encouragement of my life. He has been there when it seems like everyone else says it's time to throw in the towel. You may have given up on me, but I'm going to watch the lamb. You may have found yourself today, maybe on a job, maybe in your marriage, maybe in situations of relationship with friends. And all of a sudden they pull the rug out from under you and you're standing there wondering how you're going to stand back up. Friend, I came by today to tell you it's simple. You watch the lamb. You don't try to get vengeance. You don't try to retaliate. You don't try to get even. You don't carry a chip on your shoulder. You don't allow yourself to become bitter and anger. You say, I'm going to watch the Lamb. Because that Lamb, Jesus Christ, has a way of doing what I cannot do. And I know this one thing. In joy or sorrow, Christ is all in all. He will be there when people turn their back on you and almost spit in your face. But guess what? Stand. Paul said, when you have done all, stand. Because you keep your eye and watch the Lamb. Because He has a plan. You don't believe that, go to Psalm 139 in your spare time. He said, I have created and formed your days before you were even formed. I already had it in place. I knew exactly what I was going to do. Don't let these things around you rock your world. Know that I've got your life in my care. In John chapter 1, verse number 36, it says, Behold the Lamb. Sacrifices in the Old Testament and in Christ's day, the person who brought the Lamb, they watched that Lamb because they wanted to make sure it got to a place where it was to be sacrificed. I want you to hear this. When they brought the Lamb to the priest. He didn't care how they looked. They could have looked like they'd been run over by a Mack truck. He didn't care. That priest was only watching the lamb. The lamb was the acceptable thing, not the person. If you don't get nothing else out of what this preacher is saying today, then you need to wrap yourself around this. 
When you stood here today and took your wafer and your communion cup, some of you may have sat there, stood there, and said within your heart, I'm not as good as Scott. I don't measure up to Brother Weed. I don't really feel worthy to even be in the church, but I'm here. I want you to hear me. It's not about you. It's the Lamb. You may look good, smell good, and dress up and clean up good. I walked in this church today, and you may not have the best clothes, the finery of life. But you know what, dear friend? The Father, who is our priest, hear what I'm about to say. He has looked at the Lamb, and His Lamb, His Son, has made a way for you today to be able to have received your communion and to be able to walk with your head high and your shoulders back when you walk out of this church today. You don't have to hang your head for nobody. Why? Because the Father has watched the Lamb and He has found it pleasing and acceptable in His sight. Don't let it be that it's got to be you. You're loved by the Father. Why? Because of the Lamb. You may not feel love. People may treat you like, I have a bold way of saying it, but may treat you like dog meat. And you feel like nobody cares. Watch the lamb. Because that lamb has come before the presence of the heavenly father. And God says you're accepted and you're loved and you're appreciated. You know, really, even though it's kind of hard within this world that we live, it's not my opinion that matters. It's the opinion of my Father that says, I love you with an unending love. Watch that lamb. Behold that lamb because that is what's going to take you and carry you from here to glory. I can't carry you, but the fact of the matter is there's one who can. In joy and sorrow, he is all in all. Look to the lamb of God. I feel that I would do an injustice if I didn't take the moment, the time right now. And I want to go back to, and we're not going to sing it, but I want to go back to that verse. If you from sin, you're longing to be free. If you're here today and you are in sin and you want to be set free, I want you to just step out of that pew and make your way here to the front. I'd like to pray with you. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you. I'm longing. I'm desperate for you to take my sins, take them away and never return. I ask that the blood of Jesus will cleanse me and make me into that new person. Jesus, I confess you as Lord and as my Savior. In Jesus' name.